Porque yo sí te sigo amando Quiero que tú sepas sin ti Estos días son raros Hey, welcome to Too Hard Too Fast In this podcast episode, we have El Gaildez ¿Cómo estamos, mi gente? Hey, so I'm really What I'm really interested with El Gallo is I've kind of got to see him perform Well, I didn't kind of, I did see him perform <laughs> Uh, at this show with Alicia C, uh, that was directed or under the direction of Shelly Lattice. Yep, yep. Uh, the one and only. You know it, you man. Know? Um, so when I saw you perform there, you kind of had a, a story where you were almost ready to give up on the singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get into that. Okay, we'll hold get it. into Let's that. Let's hold that for uh, later. <laughs> and I, <laughs> so I kind of want to. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what, like when you started. To maybe even realize when you, when you had a talent for singing, and then just the how you got to working with Shelly Lattice. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into that. We'll I'll ask you some weird questions too, probably. Totally. Uh, Des, at the end of this video, will you sing us out? Yeah, tú sabes, bro. I'm what here are you for gonna it. sing for us? Let's get my single "Rogando por tu amor," homie. Hey, sit back, buckle up. Let's go too hard, too fast. Hey, cinturón. <laughs> Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Anything that rolls downhill, man. I mean, old habits die hard, right? It's the podcast by the people for the people. Well, I'm going too hard, too fast. Well, we are double fisted on that ass. <laughs> Only here, too hard, too fast. Let's do it. What's up? I'm El Gallo Dez. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Don't drink that beer too fast. I need you here before you're on the floor. Hey, but if you're on the floor. I'll be there too. Y levántate, wey. <laughs> so welcome everyone to Too Hard, Too Fast podcast. That's right. Where we go off the rails and George has to worry about it. So here we go for the podcast of the century. Cheers. This does feel like you're kind of... I know, right? Like you're ready to... Huh, for real, man. The old school automobile, right? the, the seats right there. I do feel like a little kid in that though. Like... You, you you fill it out a lot better than I do. Oh, I got them daddy long legs, bro. That's why, dude. You fill it out lengthwise. I fill it out wide. <laughs> no, hombre, dude. But El Gallo does. Um, do you share your real name with people? Yeah, yeah, man. My government name is David Andres Hernandez. That's what my mother gave me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure right now that you're you're well. You have a new song called Rogando por tu amor. Yes, sir. Um, you it, it just came out in February, correct? Yeah. So I know you're making the rounds and, and, and kind of people are asking you different questions about it. So we'll talk about that too today. Ooh, um, cool. But of course, the question has to be like, where did El Gallo does name come from? El Gallo, man. So um, Shelly, when we first started talking, she had asked me, um, you know, if I had a name for myself, and you know, an artist name. And I told her I didn't really. And I thought about it for a second. And luckily, I had this tat right here. This is a tribute to my father on my inner arm. And I called it El Gallo because he used to be part of Mariachi Los Galleros de Pedro Rey. And so I gave him that nickname. And so I looked down. I was like, what better way, you know, to start off this career than by paying tribute to my father, who him and my mother introduced me to music. So I named myself El Gallo. And then Dez is the last three letters of my last name, Hernandez. So oh, okay. that's, that's, that's where it stuck, man. She, th she thought it was great. And so I was like, all right, she says so, then it's good to go. That is pretty cool. So... Now that you're getting famous, uh, when you make an autograph, do you write out El Gallo? I do, man. It she has actually a booklet somewhere around here where I was practicing my, my signature and stuff. But yeah, I write El Gallo Des and stuff. That's pretty cool. I'm still perfecting it, but um, it's there. Ghost. 
Um, <laughs> the ghost followed you from the your last podcast, bro. <laughs> I shouldn't have, have uh, mentioned that. Shouldn't have mentioned it. Another coming, bro. <laughs> El cucuy. <laughs> El cucuy for sure. For real, bro. Um, but so um, El gallo does from your dad. So your dad, you said your dad was uh, a singer already. He was, yeah, he was in the mariachi. He played guitar. He was a beautiful, beautiful singer. Um, and uh, very, very uh, brought his emotion out very well throughout all his songs and all his lyrics, um, which is one of the people that I studied, you know, as who influenced me as well as my mother and my brother. They all have beautiful voices and interpret songs very emotionally. So that's that's kind of where I um, picked up the pieces on on who I am today and, and the skills I, I attributed from them. So did you know or at what point did you know that you could sing? Because like, I know when. I found out I couldn't sing. <laughs> no, but bro. Yeah, yeah. I what was that? I want to hear that one. Well, <laughs> well, actually, I was in college, and I don't know if my friends were, if it was, they were just being super nice, and they would tell me, hey, be like, you, you can sing country, sing it, sing it, sing it. Yeah, yeah. And so I would <laughs> sing it, and I thought it was all cool and stuff, and then I took lessons, like, you know what, maybe this is going to be a thing. You know, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to take some lessons. And my, my singing lesson or singing teacher was like, uh, are you sure this is something you want to yeah, <laughs> hit you with you the, are you sure? Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess. Right. He's like, well, you can harmonize deep, deep to, I don't even know. He was trying to make it feel a little, like a little less of a blow. I was like, nah, man. <laughs> Damn. Gotcha. He hit so, you with the, are you sure? Bro? Yeah. But, and I, I really appreciated that because. You know, he could have just like kept getting taking my money and just told me oh, I was yeah, good. Bro. He could have been doing that, yeah. but I appreciate you know he let me know. I was like, it's not for you. But it's man, you found me. something you love to do, and I mean, it, you you look like you're doing it well. Hey, you don't have to make me feel bad. <laughs> no, but when did you realize that? Because I know you know. Uh, and publications out there. So you started when you were five years old, but yeah. So I, I started performing when I was five years old oh. with my father. Uh, but when I knew I I kind of had a talent for singing because uh, my mother and my father, like I said, they both performed for majority of their lives. My father all his whole life. Mm. Um, so they were very critical when it came to my brother and I singing. And I mean, I he sings beautifully as well. And um, I don't want to say that they were mean about it, but they were very honest, like you said, you know, and I appreciated that. But I remember specifically this one time I was in the back of my my, my father's um, car and my mother was in the passenger seat and they started playing Paloma Negra by, by Lola Beltran. But at the time it was by my, my cousin Toro, who was singing on his album. And I was singing Paloma Negra, Paloma Negra, Paloma Negra. And I hit the high note and I guess I cracked or I went off to him a little bit and they went, no, todo te salió bien, pero ese no cabrón. And they go, otra vez, échale otra vez, you know. And from there, I was like, oh, okay, well, they must think I sing good. So, I mean, you know, let me keep doing it. And I just, it was all imitation. It was all imitation. I was, I was very young. And then when I became five years old, my father gave me a, a, a traje de charro. Mm. And he used to take me on all his gigs and stuff. And I would sing, you know, like Mi Mochila Azul and, and uh, Que Chulos Ojos. That was the first song he ever showed me. Uh, to play in front of a mariachi and so since then i've been performing ever since uh doing talent shows stuff like that you know what i mean 
And when I got older, because my brother's 13 years older than me, mm. he uh, introduced me to a whole new spectrum of music, whole new other genres like the crooner, the rap pack, you know what I mean? Jazz and babyface R&B and Audio Slave, Sublime and Queen, all, all these other like amazing artists and not, not just singers, but I mean, stage presence, you know, they're artists all around entertainers. So that's really where I learned to that. I liked being on stage. I liked being in front of people. I, didn't, I wasn't scared or nervous. In fact, when I was in front of people, it was when I felt most comfortable to be myself and, and show my passion for what I was doing. So yeah. I could speak through people more than just words, you know. Do you think that your parents, like, pushed you towards it or it was a, uh, something that you just felt was a calling? Um, what if you didn't want to go that route, like singing? Do you know, um, they never pushed me singing-wise, but my mother and my father definitely did try to push me towards mariachi uh you know instead of putting me letting me go into sports they were like you're going to band mm. and so i picked up violin i picked up trumpet and you know the typical mariachi instruments and i you know i stuck to it for a little bit i enjoyed it but then after a while you know i got to high school and i wanted to do other things and and uh you know i was brave enough to go against my mother's word and i went behind her back and joined football for a little bit didn't like it too much, you know. Um, it was fun and all, but it just wasn't my thing. I wasn't too good at it. And then I joined drama theater, which was like a huge calling to me as well. I love acting. And I mean, I think that plays a huge part in when I'm on stage and stuff that, um, like Shelly said before, you know, I become the whatever song I'm singing. Mm. I like to interpret not only with my voice, but as well with my body language and, and my face and, and how I sing the song. So um, I don't think they so much forced me or pushed me that way. I kind of just already had a love and passion to do so. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that I had the chance to meet Shelly and, and do all this now as yeah. an actual career. Nice. Yeah, the reason I ask is because I'm um, talking a little bit before the camera started going, but yeah. uh, about our, our families. Yeah. But um, so my son, I don't know what it is about him, but there's some kind of music vibe in him that um, he, he likes to sing. He likes to dance. Even when he's sleeping, he's like moving like, <laughs> like doing the little yeah, twitches. Yeah, he's having a seizure. No, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, like uh, there's, we, we like to go to sleep with music on. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes I'll, I can't sleep and he's already asleep uh -huh. uh, or, or he's taking a nap and I'll, I'll put on some music. And all of a sudden I see him and he's kind of like going to the, yeah, to the music. So I'm like, oh, maybe there's something there to explore. But then my head is thinking, am, am I just searching for that, that thing I couldn't do? And it, him. You never know, man. I mean, personally, you know, everyone, a lot of people have asked me, are you going to make them do like singing or theater? Because that's what you did. And really, I feel like we should just let our kids explore, you know, make, give them those options. Absolutely. I don't want to say push it on them, but I think like telling, hey, dude, try it out. You know, if you don't like it, then whatever. It's not yeah. your thing. You know what I mean? But you'll never know until you try. And, and uh, you know, I never thought I was going to end up at theater, dude, ever. Nobody, it was one of my friends that said, oh, dude, you can do funny, imitate characters. You know, why don't you do drama? Yeah. And I ended up with lead roles in plays, you know, musicals or whatever. And it was fun, dude. It was fun. It was not what I thought it would be. And, and I found a love for a whole new different uh, aspect in art. Yeah. So you never know, man. Your kid might be a dancer. And Maybe. hey, dude, those fools are ripped. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to carry girls yeah. and do all kinds of stuff. So it's, yeah. you it's, never know. I mean, you I, never know. but every kid likes to sing and dance in a way. So at least I think so. We'll see where it goes. Uh, but that's always a thought. And it's like, I don't want to push him into something that it's just something that he thinks is fun versus 
Yeah. No, something else. But that's where I thought, I was like, oh, maybe having a background, like a parent that was a singer like yours, and maybe that's how it was ingrained into you. But um, but maybe being around that world like you're in, you know, maybe it might inspire him. You uh, know, oh, yeah, he'll so. grab a mic and start talking to so him. So bro. the only way we communicate in the house is by through mics. You have the, ne- <laughs> yeah. the, the next Don Francisco, yeah, bro. Right. Hey, imagine, <laughs> uh, no, wait, does he have like, we won't get into that. <laughs> did he just get into some legal trouble? And, oh, uh, did he? What? Okay, know. next episode. Inside, all right, yeah, next episode. Inside. What is it? <laughs> oh, okay. there, there you go. go. Um, Anyways, uh, so when you started performing, um, was it it's, to you, was it just like it was a fun thing or you were already thinking like this is something I'm going to do with my life? Um, definitely um, both, man. In a sense, I think it was both. I loved um, working the crowd, you know. I always loved talking to the crowd and, and, and trying to get them to laugh and just and seeing the joy on their faces and how how invested they were with the performance, you know what I mean? That that really got me to another place. Um, and like I said before, the fact that I could be myself in another light and, and not feel judged that people were there to enjoy that and not really criticize how I was being. Because, I mean, I was a weird kid, dude, you know? I liked, like I said, I liked to do, like, character voices and imitate cartoon characters and stuff and... A lot of the, where I grew up was like mostly cholos, you know what I mean? So they were like all serious and wearing the Charlie Browns and stuff. And yeah. I was the kid with the little polo, you know, the eyes and polos, <laughs> and the spiky hair. But um, yeah, man, that was a place that I could just be funny, be myself. And I never felt judged. I didn't feel hurried. I felt like I could take my time. These cholos wouldn't judge you or make hey, you think, hey, dude, hey, Charlie, let's go. Tirale, tirale una. You don't even know, bro. I would tell, uh, <laughs> I told Shelly, I would be, I would sing, dude. And a lot of the cholos would take to me because of the old lowrider oldies I would sing. So they'd be like, hey, bro, sing some Mary Neville, sing some Brent Wood. You know what I mean? And I looked like a nerdy kid at the time, but they, they were friendly with me, man. Thank God. Hey, shout out to Pico Gangsters. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, they were, um, everybody was always very supportive. Like when I sang, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't to show off or anything. They just knew that that was a passion that I had. I loved doing it all the time. I loved just just uh, sharing that love with of music with everybody, for sure. So I even um, while you're going, while you're growing up, I noticed that you went into the military. And thank you for your service. Oh, I appreciate you. Um, thank you. But in there, you were even finding a way to like put your music out. Yeah, dude. Um, when I was actually, when I went into the military and basic training, I have a lot of friends that still remind me of it. We would be, you know, embracing the suck, dude. You know, we'd be doing some drills or whatever it may be. And I'd start singing some some oldie songs or whatever. And they'd be singing with me, dude. I'd have a whole platoon <laughs> singing with me, dude. Stand by me, lean on me, all these old songs, dude. And, um, you know, it just brought, um, I learned to make it be a thing that brought a lot of light to a dark situation and many times in which uh, music saved me a lot of times. Um, you know, I've been through some rough past when I was in the military and and music definitely brought me out of it. And not to say that when I was in the military, I did put music on the back burner for a while um, because I became a father mm. and um, I didn't think it was going to be a possibility for me anymore. But now, you know, um, I got pushed by my wife really to to do this again to show my talent off and it really wasn't for any specific reason it was just so that i wouldn't stop doing it because i stopped singing for almost about a year Mm. and just 
you know, I would kind of get angry at myself for trying to sing because I was like, this is going nowhere. I don't really enjoy it anymore. It's not, I'm not doing it in front of everybody how I like to do. And, um, she pushed me, man. Thanks to my wife, Taylor. She, she got me out there and, and was the only reason. I mean, I mean, God, God used her as the vessel to, to, um, push me to put myself out there again and cross paths with Shelly, you know, all the glory to him because, um, I thought, like I said, man, I put it, I put it in the back burner. I didn't think it was a possibility. You know, I'm a father of two now. And I mean, you know how much time it takes yeah, to be a father yeah. and be involved with your kids. And I'm a big family man, big family man. I want, I, I'm big on memories and not missing anything. And, um, she was the one, you know, when Shelly hit me up, I told her, I was like, if you really want me to do this is, this is a thing that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time away from you guys. Um, you know, it's a lot of time on the road. If I get, if I do get the attention that, that we think I'm gonna get and where she's pushing me to be, and I need your support as much as I do everyone else's. And that's, you know, they're the bag, your family's the backbone of everything you do. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, they, they help your mental stay, stay, um, stay healthy and stay stabilized so that you can focus on what you need to focus on to, to further your career in this. So when, when you said you were get angry when, um, when you were singing, what will make what will make you angry about it? So just the fact that at that time point in time I wasn't able to do anything musically. I couldn't even go to karaoke bars. I couldn't go live on anything. I was just so busy with working and and um, you know my my oldest son is autistic, so I was very invested in his, in his occupational therapy and and advancing his speech and stuff like that and and going to school full time yeah. and i mean at that time i was driving two and a half hours every day one way to be with him and then um you know my my youngest son brendan uh raising him at the same time and then supporting the whole household so it would i didn't have much time so when i would sing it would kind of just remind me this is you're never going to do anything with like this what you gave up or yeah what, you know what you couldn't you you took a whole different path and now this is impossible anymore. Yeah. So it would just remind me of that and I'd get angry with myself like, man, I shouldn't have done this. I should have taken this route and and you know I I learned a lot from that for sure. Uh, and it was all for a reason. And I don't want to say I regret getting mad because it led me to where I am now. But it was definitely I was thinking and I was in the wrong headspace. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just a way I believe in my belief that God kind of gave me a detour for a bit telling me like you're not ready man you're not ready for for what can come and what is to come and the plan i have for you for you to appreciate it mm -hmm. and you to be really actually focused on this career because you know a lot of people take take this kind of position for granted like a lot it's a once in a lifetime opportunity it's a huge blessing and you know a, a lot of people don't give him the glory and, and the and the thanks that that he put you in this position because a lot of people go, oh, it's coincidence that I cross paths with this person, but it's not. It's not. It's God's God's plan, and He has His own timing, and it's all perfect. So I'm super grateful. Yeah, and you're right, I guess, in in the sense where, who knows if if you would have hit it big back then, then like you said, you had a conversation with your family of like, if 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 this goes in the direction that we're planning, then it is going to be a lot of time away from from you. And yeah. so with you guys growing up, I'm not sure how long it took between, well, you said about a year, mm -hmm. maybe it, it was that one year detour or pause that you guys needed to mature together and get to know, you know, the ins and outs of your new life. Yeah. Towards. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I met her while I was in the military. And so before the military, I had an opportunity to go to El DF, to Mexico City, and I performed a Jose Jose Medley. Um, and I performed with, uh, I've shared the stage with, um, you know, um, my uncle's orchestra and Angelica Maria, Manuela Torres, Fernando de la Morra. And it was a tribute for Eduardo Magallanes, which was a huge um, composer for Jose Jose and a lot of the greats that we know for, as Latin artists from the back of the day. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really aware. I wasn't in tune with that scene. And um, I had some great opportunity, window of opportunities open up. But again, my maturity level, I don't believe was, I wasn't, it wasn't the right time for me. Yeah. I definitely would not have appreciated it and it would have gone down real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I feel like um, back then was, I had a different different want for it i was like i just want to be famous and i want to be known as a star and now i'm more like i want to build something i want to leave something behind for my family so that when i'm gone you know they have these bridges they have these opportunities to make their life easier and if they want to take this this career path in anything not just performing you know stage management or you know um, like t like film or yeah. whatever they may want to do video production they have they have hands that will reach out to them and say, oh, yeah, man, I knew your dad or something, you know, and they, they can have those those opportunities themselves um, as opposed to, you know, I mean, I don't want to say by chance, but I mean, having to take to TikTok, you yeah. know what I mean, and try to have to put themselves out there, which obviously they will have to put in their work, too. Everybody has to put in their their dues and. and uh, yeah, because you can get them there, but they have to prove they can stay there. They got to prove. Yeah, yeah they got to prove their, their place, you know, and, and I'm still there, man. I'm brand new to all this. You know, Shelly's Shelly's advised me. This is the you know, I know you're excited, but this is a tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. This is nothing to what, what will come, what is to come. And um, I'm grateful that I have her as a mentor, man. Like, and no, not not many get get such guidance like her. She's super super perfectionist, you know, and and very very passionate about what she does, which makes this this career feel like not work. It just feels like somebody else that shares that same amount of passion for you, and you just want to learn from them. You want to pick their brain because I mean she's a master of of all crafts dude like yeah. she you she can run a whole show by herself perform instruct the band the light guy the sound guy you know what i mean and she's doing it effortlessly <laughs> it's not even breaking a sweat so that, i mean to be able to have somebody who's been in the industry for 40 years and so respected the more the more i do these rounds and see how how uh, how much people look up to her is really it really makes me more proud to even know that she she handpicked me out of the bunch perfect Talking about uh, TikTok, or uh, mentioning that, um, I know you're on there. I'm kind of on there. I I don't post. I, I post. I should post more than I do. do yeah. Because it gets more views there. But it's just something about it. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I China's saw, watching, man. Yeah. Spying <laughs> right? on you. It's like, like, they, <laughs> like they care about what am I doing with my personal life. You don't know the Truman <laughs> Show, man. They're gonna, <laughs> you're hitting the uh, dot, bro. <laughs> The worm, if worm's watching, Orale. shout out to worm. <laughs> he was my co-host. Orale, man. Uh, but um, no, like, on TikTok, is, is that where you kind of got more recognized? Is that where you got picked up? Yeah, man. Um, so how I met Shelly was that my wife, again, she was the one like, dude, you got to post on TikTok. You gotta post. And I was, I would like you, but I was like, ah, I don't really know about it. something <laughs> about it, dude. Like, it just kind of strikes a nerve a little bit. 
Uh, but at that time, um, Adios Amor by Chris Nadal was kind of new and it caught my ear. And really, I wasn't really that into that kind of music, but I heard it and I was like, wow, this is a really nice song. And I started singing a little bit and my my wife goes, you need to post it. Just post it, just post it, you know, for shits and giggles. And I go, all right. So I got my younger son. I go, you want to be in a video with me? He goes, yeah, daddy. So I sat him with me. I sang, memorized a little piece of Adios Amor. And I sang it, posted it, and an hour later, it's like 300, 500K likes. I was like, what the f-? I go, I was like, tell my girl, look at this, this is crazy, huh? And I go to sleep, wake up, it's at one point something million views. And I'm like, whoa. Dang, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was tripping out, dude. Like, I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, it wasn't any cool quality. It was just me in the living room jamming out with my kid, you know, yeah. and on a karaoke track on TV. And... um. Next thing you know, a mutual friend of ours, Lexi Rodriguez, hits me up through TikTok. And um, she's like, hey, man, I have somebody that might want to speak with you. Um, how would would you be keen to, you know, talking to her? And I go, yeah, sure, absolutely. So Shelly hits me up and she goes, For, you know, before we go any further, do you know who I am? And I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't. You know, and she was cool i'm on google i'm a wiki bro <laughs> go look me up after this conversation and she starts telling me you know like would you be interested in doing being a real recording artist or you want to just like keep the whole little tiktok fame and like it's not a really big deal and i was like no i want to record you know she's yeah. like write songs original original songs and stuff and so she goes cool and we hang up and then i go on the google on the googly dude <laughs> i searched her up i was like shit I look at my girl. I was like, I messed up. Babe. I should have been smarter. About I messed this. up. I told her I didn't know who she was. She probably hates me now. And now, man, she was, you know, since then, she's been like family, dude. Like she took this huge leap of faith with me being that I wasn't all the way in California and she's all the way over here and, um, you know, confided that I was going to be going to be that that star that she wanted or that product uh, that, that she wanted, you know, and she you know started testing me hey can you write in this genre can you write in this genre and i was saying yes to everything you know hey, i'll give it a shot if you say i could do it i'll do it and i was sending her dummy tracks and she was like dude this is spot on and um rogando por tu amor finally she dreamt that at like 3 a.m dude kids you know she wakes up she goes dude i had a dream of you singing this arreglo can you write something to it and i go sure let me see it. Let me hear it, please. She sends it over and it's Maria Chibolero. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this <laughs> right up my alley, bro. So I started writing in Spanish, which she brought out of me, bro. I didn't really write that much in Spanish before, but I started trying. And, you know, I loved writing in Spanish since then. And I wrote Rogando por tu amor. I sent her a dummy track of it. And she goes, hey, man, this is great. How would you feel about doing a Tejano version? And I go, Oh, like I've never done Tejano I'm not too familiar with that genre you know I don't want to let you down and I was she was like you ain't gonna let me do just try it mm. and so I sent it over the Tejano version and I try it with what you guys hear now and I do it on my little condenser mic on my MacBook send it back to her she's like no que no chiquito I told you <laughs> I told you and I'm like damn okay she's like they're gonna love it man and sure enough she puts it out and I've been getting these all these doors opened ever since and I've been so grateful man the Hano community has been so amazing and I've been learning so much man like so many so many pioneers and, and veterans in this this industry um you know as including Shelley don't get the recognition they deserve they um you know the music we were talking about how the fusions they do today with like Bad Bunny and uh, you know the grupo sounds 
they that now people are paying attention to it but they've been doing it forever mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like shelly's been mixing tejano and country since you know back then yeah, man. Yeah, you know sure. she was showing me her with vince gill and and dude it sounds legendary like I don't i'm not discrediting the people of the artists of today but they stand nowhere near where the freaking <laughs> no, the no, veterans no. bro like no. they their everything they did was just perfection man yeah. they never put out crap and i think that that being able to be in the position i am today and and the new artists of tejano are is it's a privilege man like we have so many advantages like including this dude like yeah. this is something no, they didn't get i definitely don't take for granted any of this opportunity right here yeah. I, and, and on the fact that i grew up i grew up mostly listening to country uh and and then the, on the second half will be tejano like country anywhere we're traveling was country music Mm -hmm. uh, but once we got to wherever that Tejano was playing, you know, yeah. backyard barbecues, <laughs> the the party was going with Tejano. Um, so I, at all, like this is not lost on me on how cool it is to have, you know, a living legend, you know, the, yeah. in contact. She's in the other room. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, th th that is not even that's not that I'm serious. Like when she came on my, uh, the podcast uh, a, a while ago, man, I was like. I was afraid to ask any question just because I was still like, <laughs> it's Shelly Lattice. I was like, I can't believe it. They don't call uh, her Little Miss Dynamite <laughs> for nothing, bro. No, but, <laughs> but now it's so cool like to see. And obviously, um, she's, she's been super generous with with her time and, and with your time. Uh, with Alicia C being on. She's you know a friend that I grew up with in, from my high school. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's badass. Yeah, yeah so like it's it's not lost in me on how awesome this opportunity is and also the fact that i'm able to like be in this setting yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and enjoy the music that she's still producing even though uh you know she retired she's she's coming through you guys yes uh, and, and I, I i i like that a lot I, I i appreciate that a lot and talking about uh rogando por tu amor um uh, listening, I listened to that song over and over just preparing for this interview. Oh man! Uh, but I, my son had not listened to it. Oh, okay. And so right before I, I leave to come over here, I throw it on one more time just to like hear. It. And he's on his iPad, kind of like just chilling. Uh, it's been it was a lazy day, you know, at, at the beginning of the day. And yeah. So it just catches him. Like I'm telling you, something's up with him and music that. It just catches them, and it's not every song. It's not all the songs. Like, if it's something he doesn't like, he just throws it away and continues with his day. Yeah. But this one, he goes, and he comes into him. He goes, "Who is that? Is this so, is this new? <laughs> who is that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's El Gallo Des. I'm gonna go talk to him a little." And he goes, "Who? El Gallo Des? He goes, "What does that mean?" <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, but no, that song like it, it captured him. He was like, "Okay." Wow. And then he went about his business, but it, it, whatever he was doing, he was like walking around the corner and then he stopped and came back and was like, who is that? Wow, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Uh, well, thank so, you, Chico, if you're watching. Thank you so much, man. Um, but no, like that's, I think that's just, to me, that's it a lot. Like just by the song, like it's like, and my wife was listening to it with me and it was like, there's this one part, like the, the, I'm not, again, I'm not a music person, but there's like, it goes, do, 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 do. Yeah, like like da, 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 that part, da, 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 like, it gets me, dude. I don't know, <laughs> like it just it's perfect. Well, like, Shelly came up with the melody, man. She she had. I'm telling you, when she gets onto like something, she don't stop until she gets it. And usually, and 
pretty much all the time it's like quick dude yeah. quick and and that's one thing that I, I love working with Shelly is that our chemistry musically is amazing dude like honestly on the drive over here we finished two songs so we um you know that we that we've been trying we've been sitting on for a little bit or i've been sitting on for a little bit that she sent me and she helped me finish those lyrically and um man dude it's it's just it's awesome dude the things that i get to do with her and um really like you were saying the little things that's that's shelly speaking through the music right there man like she's retired from stage but she's not retired from producing and and she has a million other other things that she's doing she's a straight businesswoman dude like i always say she got red bull for blood dude because she i swear i'm like i don't know when this lady sleeps bro she's she's going 24 hours a day seven days a week and And now you gotta keep up with i gotta keep up with her bro you know i have to and and nobody i mean like i said it's a blessing dude so everything i'm doing is all new to me you know i'm like a little kid in a candy store like wow to everything and it's amazing bro it's this is I could have done a million different jobs in the world and I'd never be as happy as I'm doing this, you know, yeah. when I'm doing this stuff. So I could I could be sleepless for nights, weeks, whatever, and I'll still be with a smile on my face if I get to do this for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's a that's a awesome feeling. I've, I don't think. Um, do you still do you at all have like imposter syndrome feeling like like do you still do you get that at all or do you just like you just, do you because what it sounds like right now. Uh, and it's fine if you don't. I uh, I think some people might think like, oh, if he doesn't have it, it's it's not real. But um, <laughs> but it's some I, the way it's coming off from you, like your vibe, like it's all very sincere. Uh, to where like you're you're just living it, like you're living it, you're enjoying it. You don't have you haven't stopped. Uh, maybe you have. I'm, I'm speaking out of turn, but it just seems like you don't want to stop the the candy shop feeling yeah no dude i'm i'm since you, this all started and i and i say that like i, I do you like is there moments where you stop and you're like what the fuck or like, yeah you know like yeah what's dude. going on all, all the dude every day every day i'm like bro this feels like a movie since since she hit me up it's like everything that happens feels like a movie scene bro like the move i mean i was we planned on moving over here at the end of the year and mm-hmm. we moved now like we're living over here now is and you know i had to make sacrifices but like just the things that happened bro i'm like this is this can't be real bro this is crazy and and it's just the beginning you know i hope to be to make this career extremely long and have shelly by my side and like always dude because she's I'm always going to need to learn. You know what I mean? There's yeah. always going to be something else that I need to learn, that I need to improve on, that I need to know so that I can continue this business. Because, I mean, I know I've I've been, I've been taught recently and, you know, for a while that you, it doesn't matter how good you are, no matter how much talent you have, if you don't do the right step, take the right steps to do certain things, you know, like take care of your voice or, you know, not burn bridges or show face to people to show appreciation for the promotion they're giving you or even the fans the support they give you you kiss quickly as you get it it can go away just like that so it's it's a dream dude like i walk into stations radio stations and i mean even the part of this podcast bro it feels so surreal dude like i go you don't have to make me feel better no bro (laughs) hey dude seriously like i've never done stuff like this before so like i go home i go back home to my wife and i'm like and my kids and my in-laws and i'm like look at this look who i met with today look what they like and i'm serious bro like they they put everything on the big screen watch it all together and i'm like that's crazy man you know 
I even have like my the first time I heard Rocando por tu amor on the radio uh, pinned to my TikTok because I'm like I watch it over and over again and I'm like yeah. that's a crazy feeling, dude. To hear yourself on the radio, it's it's a trip, dude. Or people saying my name, you know, like it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's weird, like being like, oh, el gallo de es from California or el gallo de es from wherever you are. And I'm like, whoa, dude. They're like talking to me or they're talking about me and there's you know my friends from high school, from school, from life. That knew that I wanted to do this my whole life. I can, I can almost see them being like, "Damn, dude, he finally got to do it. That's dope." And uh, it, it brings a warm feeling, dude. Like I'm, it, it's really cool. Brings a tear to your eye, bro. He bought those haters. Those haters, dude. You know, man, they're in disguise. I haven't really seen any haters. But for those of you, you know, nah, nah, you know, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Nemo, nah, man, the they, ones that didn't believe was their last. Nemo, the bro, you know, they, it, there's always gonna be people that critique you, bro. But they all can you buy can their tickets. Is, yeah, they can buy their tickets, bro. You know, but no, nah, but really, love to everybody, bro. Yeah. Much love to everybody, because you need the haters too. You need yeah, the haters, bro. They give you attention and um, they bring more mass, more masses. So yeah, no, nonetheless, no, bro, I, mean, I it's all love. To to what I can see is like uh, I can't imagine anybody not liking. You know, and, and I don't I appreciate it. I don't say that to bring on any invitation. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like from from meeting you, like in in the, the short time, dude. You, I was pulling, I pulled up, and you offered to carry the my biggest equipment, and I'm like, yeah. no, better, dude. I'm here for you. Oh <laughs> no, nah, bro. You're like, so that like almost instantly was like, like, uh, you can see the the, the sincerity of, of the person you are and uh, the music you, that bro. you can sing from that um so i appreciate that like i feel like and i i say that again not to like uh um what's it called like kiss ass i guess <laughs> no, <laughs> i say that because i can i can feel it, it like it almost instantly was very comfortable talking to you and, Thank and you, meeting you um, likewise likewise i mean you're you're off you're giving me your time too man and i appreciate it and you know i'll i'll do whatever i can do to help you along as well you know i'm like i said i'm new i gotta pay my dues man and so i'm super appreciative of you if you take the time to do so Huh? Say we're friends. Somos amigos. <laughs> Somos compa. We're going to share tequila soon, homie. <laughs> oh. so look in my eyes and say we're friends, fuck. <laughs> Mírame. Uh, dude, uh, so um, what's what's next right now? Like, what's what, what would be the next thing that you're planning? So uh, right now, I'm about to, I'm, a, I'm open for booking as of July, you know, and... Um, we're going to be working on some singles, hopefully releasing them by, by the end of July and a full album by the end of the year uh, to show my versatility, man. So I know you guys heard me for Tejano right now, and I, I plan to do more Tejano because I have a, a huge love for it, man, and it's still growing. I'm still learning a lot of things about the, the history of it and the community, um, but I also want to show the love I have for the other genres that, that I grew up with mm -hmm. and stuff, including mariachi and jazz and oldies and all that stuff. Yeah. So I saw you at the at the showcase with, with uh, that we kind of spoke about, and the the other thing that really impressed me uh, was the fact that you can sing different genres. And then obviously I started following you, and you can see on your social media as you sing different genres, and it almost sounds unreal, like to where I I, I want to be that comment hater who's like. Ah, this is <laughs> lip, lip, he's a uh, what is it called lip syncing or this was lip syncing yeah este vato <laughs> but uh, no man when I saw you in person you did that Michael Bublé song yeah to, blew the roof off that oh you know, thank you man I appreciate uh, you I was sitting in the back hey <laughs> <laughs> give me your Chinese food <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> meet up man meet up
Oh, dude, I, I Michael Bublé is uh, he's been an idol of mine for a long time, man. That fool, I that fool, that dude. <laughs> he's gonna be like fool, nah. But uh, that dude, I learned a lot of stage presence from him. You know, he's a big influence of mine and. Uh, even for a while, man, it took me a while to get out of copying that dude from imitating him. A lot of people be like, you sound like Michael Blair. I'd be like, what am I going to sound like me? <laughs> but, yeah, dude, like he's uh, that that was a dream of mine to perform feeling good um, and with a with a big band. And mm. I mean, I got I got to perform with members of La Cuarenta Cinco or part of part of the horn section. And dude, first time I heard them in rehearsal, man, they started hitting the wow high notes. And I was like, God, hey, I got to play with these dudes, bro. <laughs> And La Cuarenta, I mean, uh, Campanas de America and some of Shelly's former members in her band. And, dude, it was a dream, man. They made it sound like a full orchestra in there. And, really, they stole the show, in my opinion. They are the ones that brought out the feeling for all of the artists that were singing us. Yeah. They were badass, bro. No, they really were. Um, the whole the whole set, everybody that was part of that was awesome. But, yeah, I had to, I, I, when I was coming here, I was like, I have to mention that part because that part was the the... The thing for me to like, I need to see what else these things. Damn, thing. thank you, so, bro. I don't know if that's a compliment or or, me, or, or what. As I was saying, I was like, that doesn't sound like a compliment. It's a compliment to, to me, bro. <laughs> hey, that's that's my song, dude. I love it. I love but it. No, but like, I was like, it, that it really like stole the show. Like all that was there. Um, thank at you, least man. you're sad. Like I don't want to. Everybody else did a great job too, and I definitely don't want to take. At least you see, don't come after me. Uh, <laughs> no, but they yeah. they had me tear jerkers, man. I have. I'm a fan of Alicia's yeah. songs. No, no, no. She's yeah. badass, dude. Anika and Angel Jimenez and all yeah. them. They they were badass. All right, so I got maybe about two more questions. The last one's gonna be for your too hard, too fast story. Totally. Um, but before we get to that, where can people actually follow you? So you guys can follow me on TikTok, IG, and YouTube under the same handle, um, El Gallo Dez. It's El underscore Gallo underscore Dez. And on Facebook, you can find me under Dez Music. Perfect. And then um, your album, is there like a, a set date for when this is going to happen? There's, uh, yet? there's not a set date for the album, mm-hmm. uh, but it, but we, we plan on, on getting it out before the end of the year. Nice. And um, two more singles before that. So very two singles are coming soon, hopefully by, by the end of the July and next month. And um, But yeah, man, it's going to show a lot of versatility. Hopefully everyone likes it. Yeah. For sure. So I was a little hesitant to say if I wanted to ask this question because I know you are a family guy. Uh, but if you're okay with it, Italy. how does it feel? Like, cause when you hit the stage and that charter outfit, all <laughs> the ladies and maybe even some guys Ora. were all about it. I was, you know, I'm right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were, you know, so does it feel like, or like the way your, your, your stage presence, um, so it could be kind of like that, that good looking vato up there. It's a it's a trip, dude. I mean, I don't really see myself that way. I'm just uh, to me, I'm just a regular old dude, bro. You know, I'm I feel like I'm like that the New Balance jorts dad. You know what I mean? To, mm. On my regular days off, but you know, it's flattering, dude, to see that all these people, um, you know, look at me in that light. You know, I only have my eyes for my wife. You know, she's beautiful, my eyes. And that's all I need, but. Even she gets a kick out of it, yeah, out of seeing yeah. the dudes and the girls, you know. Wow! 
<laughs> making me red in the face and stuff but no it's it's a it's very flattering man i enjoy all the love that i'm getting from the fans and yeah. all the support because to me it's all the same it's all love dude you yeah know? at the end of the day i love meeting them and taking pictures of them and having a word with them they're all amazing so i'm very thankful for everybody who's supported me that much perfect well, and, I, and i say that you know, pretty much in a joking manner because it's well not to say that you're not good looking but it's gotta <laughs> it's gotta be like weird to like you're on stage and you hear those cat calls or <laughs> it or, is or, <laughs> or like the i can't whistle but like because <laughs> yep. there was some from all kinds of you know men women <laughs> all of all ages it was happening and but i think i think it was set up or at least to me as an outsider it was like it's set up that way by the the mc of the night you know, they, Jose Nahuan, yeah, yeah. I heard him, man. Yeah. I heard him. I heard him talking. Yeah. No, but he's like, he's funny, bro. That dude at rehearsal was like, no, but my panties just dropped. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're they're um, nah, man. It was, it's really cool, man, that they see me in that light. And Alicia was the one that that put me as hashtag baja panties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I told my lady, dude, she gets a kick. I'm telling you, she gets a kick out of it, bro. It's 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 all it's all love, man. Yeah. It's all love. I know it's nothing negative. It never has been, never will be. No, no. And you know, you know, even if people do feel that way, they know they know and on honesty I'm a family man. But yeah. I hey man, I welcome everyone with open arms. It's, <laughs> it's all love, bro. I'm I'm here for it. No, and that's cool though to have like a, a partner that you can joke around like that and know or, or enjoy it. Like my wife, like she, like she'll hit me whenever there's like a, a good-looking woman. I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, look, look. <laughs> or you know, same things. Like it's like the, there's a guy with like washboard abs. I'm like, look at that guy. You know? <laughs> it's like it has nothing against this panza though. Oh, that's <laughs> right. right. Like this 12-pack baby. <laughs> <laughs> this 12-pack of beer. That's right, mama. <laughs> but no, that's good that you can, you know, you guys can have fun with that. And yeah, there's nothing wrong being a little bit of a, 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 a eye candy for people, you know. I'm cool with it, man. You know, I know, I know, Thank you. I know <laughs> I have to deal with it a few times, you know, when I walk out of the house, I'm like, hey, ladies. Stop, hey. hey. <laughs> Calmadas. I have yeah. to get to my truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, try, just trying to be a normal person like yeah. everybody else. <laughs> oh yeah, man dude. brad pitt wishes he was like this <laughs> <laughs> for real <laughs> no but uh no that was a question i i wondered it was just random just a random question i had in my head it's a good one man it's a good one for sure <laughs> but um well for your too hard too fast story so your too hard too fast story uh a funny story that happened to you a cautionary tale or words of wisdom whatever you feel comfortable sharing Words of, I got to go with words of wisdom, man. Uh, I've had a lot a lot of lessons I feel like that life has brought me in a very short amount of time uh, since this started happening. And and that that is that no matter how dark things may seem, no matter how, how you feel like the road's going to end, just keep pushing. Just keep pushing because you never know what God's plan is. And today... It may seem like a shitstorm, but tomorrow the rainbow might shine, man. And you just got to keep your head up, keep pushing through the hard times because the good times always come back around nice. for sure. Well, I like that. And you're, you know, a true testament to that. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you. Um, man. No, I thank you for being on. I, uh, I would love to have you back on anytime. Thank you, brother. Um, uh, now that we're amigos. Yes, I was home by. <laughs> but <laughs> some Patron together, dude. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but anytime, man, I, I would love to have you back on and and talk some more it'd be a pleasure bro thank you man all right we've just gone too hard too fast with el gallo does and he's gonna sing us out right now 
Um, it's this song that he's he has out right now. Yes, sir. Uh, Rogando por tu amor. My first single. That's right, man. Will you kind of explain a little bit what it what it is? Yeah. So Rogando por tu amor is um, it's a pretty relatable song that I like to bring from the past, so everybody can kind of experience that first heartbreak all over again and wanting to get that relationship you want to hold on to and do anything for that person, right? So that's kind of where I wrote it from. And, um, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't be here without Shelly. Shelly Lares, the the one and only legend icon, Tejano Queen. You know of what course, I mean? Of so, course. Uh, yeah, this is Rogando por tu amor. I'm give you a little piece of it. Ya no menciones el ayer. Eso está en el pasado. Dime que tú vas a volver y que me has perdonado. Porque yo sí te sigo amando. Quiero que tú sepas sin ti. Estos días son raros. Por eso seguiré rogando por tu amor. Dang, and that's with no warning, no no like warming up. That's awesome, man. Uh, no warm ups, man. That's awesome. Hey, don't tell Shelly because she'll she'll yell at me, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, love that you came on the show. Uh, thank you for having me, man. For, oh man, thanks for making the time. I appreciate this. And um, remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Bye. <laughs> Dude, that was really good. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's all quiet. <laughs> um. <laughs>